Welcome to A Meaningful Mess, a podcast for educators who want to engage and empower gifted learners. Whether you specifically serve gifted learners, have gifted learners in your classroom, or just want to know more about what gifted learners need from the school experience, you are in the right place. I'm Andy McNair, and I'm a keynote speaker, author, educator, and mom of my own gifted kiddos. And I know that teaching gifted learners can be challenging. But you know what? It's also incredibly rewarding. Throughout this podcast, I'll share practical ideas and strategies that will help you create a meaningful and engaging learning experience for your gifted students. I'll also talk about Genius Hour, a powerful approach to learning that can help learners explore their passion and purpose as they develop their talents. So if you're looking for ways to reach your gifted learners, I invite you to join me on this journey. Thanks for listening. I'm so glad that you're here. Welcome back to episode 84 of A Meaningful Mess podcast. Well, today we're going to be talking about something that, to be completely honest, I'm not really that great at. We're going to be discussing time management and how we can give our learners, our gifted learners specifically, the opportunity to build on and become better at that executive functioning skill. I think for most of us, we can all think about a gifted learner in our lives, whether it be ourselves or it be a student that we've had or maybe our own child who hasn't been great at time management. It's something they struggle with. Maybe they struggle with procrastination or they struggle with working on it too long. Like there's both ends of the spectrum, right? Sometimes it's a matter of being too immersed. And so you just take way too long to complete a task. And sometimes it's just, you don't even know how to get started on the task. And so you avoid that at all costs. I am definitely guilty of the latter (laughs) more times than I would like to admit. That being said, I'm actually reading a really great book right now that I wanted to tell you guys about. It's called do what matters most, lead with a vision, manage with a plan, and prioritize your time. It's written by Rob and Steve Schallenberger. And I was actually listening to some of this on my way to lunch earlier today, and they were talking about this idea of task saturation. And I I was thinking as I was listening, like even though I'm listening to this book for myself, so much of it, when I think about it from the perspective of gifted learners, like I think that's what so many of them experience, that task saturation of trying to complete so many tasks that the time management becomes almost impossible to make happen. And so what I wanted to share on today's episode is just one specific technique that we can introduce to our learners and honestly, even one that we can utilize as educators to really become better at that time management and hopefully to become more productive, more intentional and more effective, make more effective use of our time. So I'm going to talk to you guys about something called the Pomodoro technique. Now, chances are this is something that you've heard of before. It's been around for a long time. To be honest, I've used it in my work uh, for a really long time, but sometimes I forget about it and I'll stop doing it. And then all of a sudden when I remember and I start implementing it again, I'm like, oh my gosh, like why do I ever not use this? And so let me explain, if you haven't heard of the Pomodoro technique, let me explain exactly what it is. If you have, don't stop listening because we're going to talk about it from a little bit of a different perspective, I hope, and maybe really help you understand how it can benefit gifted learners. Okay, so the Pomodoro technique is this idea of giving yourself 25 minutes of time and then a five minute break. And so basically what you do is you sit down and you decide how many Pomodoros is this words, this specific task going to take. So this task, I think, is going to take me maybe. 
Maybe it's going to take me 50 minutes, right? Or almost an hour. So I would need two Pomodoros. And then in between those Pomodoros, I'm going to take a five minute break. Now, it's typically a five minute break. But one of the things I love most about this technique is it gives you an opportunity to become really self aware. Like, do I realize that when I take a five minute break, I have a hard time getting focused again? Maybe I need an eight minute break or a 10 minute break. I think everybody's kind of sweet spot for that break time might be a little bit different. But typically using the Pomodoro technique, you do a 25 minute focused work time. That is really important. That idea of a focused work time and then a five minute break and then a 25 minute focused work time, five minute break. And then you carry that on for however many Pomodoros you need to complete the task at hand. Now, one of the things I was actually recently sharing this idea, actually recently, that was fun. I was sharing that idea with some gifted learners, uh, actually some that's apparently my favorite word today, actually. I was with some high school, middle school, and elementary gifted learners in Colorado, and I was introducing this idea to them as a way to become a little more focused and a little bit more intentional when they're working on projects or doing the things that they need to do. And as we talked about that, we really started to dive into that idea of what does focused work time look like? That doesn't mean that you're checking your phone and you're checking your email and you're working on this task. This means that you are working on this task only this task for 25 minutes, and then you can check your phone and check your email during the break. So I actually modeled this for them because as I was teaching and I was giving them the content that I had prepared for that day, we utilized the Pomodoro technique. So I would share for 25 minutes, not that I talked for 25 minutes, but I would talk for about 10. They would do something, a learning experience that they would actually get their hands in there and do. And then we would take a five minute break. And we did this several times until our time was up. And it just worked so well. They were so much more focused when I was talking and they 100% agreed, like the high school students, like we agree not to have our phones out during that 25 minutes because we understand that at the end of this 25 minutes, you're gonna give us five minutes to check our phones, do what we need to do. And they were just so much more invested and so much more focused on what I was sharing. I think it just made our time much more meaningful. So yes, this is something we're talking about our learners using on today's episode, but I also think it's a really great strategy to utilize in the classroom if you're teaching something that really requires, which most of the things that we're teaching do, require that really intense focus that they're going to need to have for that short amount of time. So something to think about. Okay, so let's kind of dive into why the Pomodoro technique is beneficial for gifted learners. You know, we talked about exactly what it is, and I'll share some resources about the Pomodoro technique in the show notes. I'll also share the link to that book that I mentioned. You can find those things at andymcnair.com slash episode 84. Okay, here we go. Let's jump right in. Uh, one of the benefits that I think um, the Pomodoro technique can provide is just that increased focused that we just talked about. That focus is so important and it's not easy to do for this generation because there are so many things vying for their attention, right? They've got their phones, they've got their friends, they've got their sport, whatever it is that they're doing, there are so many things that they can be thinking about at any given time. And so going throughout your day without utilizing something like the Pomodoro technique can be really difficult because you're never getting to that level of increased focus that is necessary to complete whatever task is in front of you. And so I think that is a huge benefit of just, hey, if I can have this increased focus for these 25 minute periods of time, I'm going to create not only 
a better space to do the work in, but I'm also going to create better work, right? The work that I create and the things that I do during this 25 minutes because of that increased focus are going to be much better than something that I would be creating if I was thinking about 10 other things at this time. So number one, an increased focus is a huge benefit of utilizing the Pomodoro technique and gifted learners often are distracted just because of their active minds and their curiosity, right? I wonder about this or, oh my gosh, I forgot about this idea that I learned the other day and now I want to do this experiment right now. And so teaching themselves to be focused on one thing for a specific amount of time can be really beneficial and really important. All right. Number two, obviously, time management skills. A lot of times gifted learners just struggle with time management. They have so many things that they want to do and so many things that they want to accomplish that it's difficult to get started on any of them. And, you know, I'll speak from a personal perspective. I think that's often my time management struggle is that I wake up every morning with all of these things I want to do. Like I want to record a podcast and I, I, I want to work on the Genius Hour Skills Enhancement Suite. And I, I want to talk to this one teacher who's struggling with Genius Hour. But oftentimes when I try to accomplish all of those things without a plan, like this is just my to-do list and I've got to do all of these things today, it just becomes a complete mess and not even a meaningful mess, like just a mess. And I think this goes back to that idea that I mentioned earlier about task saturation. And so by definition, task saturation is when someone has too much to do and not enough time, tools, or resources to do it. And I think for our gifted learners, they often have so many things that they're trying to do. And they're not even always doing it for the right reason. Sometimes they're doing it because they want to please their teachers or their family. Sometimes they're doing it because they want to check all of the boxes so that they can get into the right college. And not that there's anything necessarily wrong with those, but we want them to understand that their work should be meaningful and that it should be intrinsically motivated. And so utilizing something like the Pomodoro technique, I think helps them prioritize their tasks and allocate specific time slots for what they need to accomplish that day. And does that require some pre-planning on their part? Absolutely. So just giving them time at the beginning of the day to think through what do I need to accomplish today? What are the things at the top of my list? And how do I want to kind of set my day or allocate specific time slots so that I can get this work done is something that we need to think about. And I think the Pomodoro technique is a great way to make that happen. All right. So we've talked about increased focus, time management skills. Let's talk about prevention of burnout. Um, gosh, Brian Housen and I have talked on this podcast before about gifted kid burnout and how detrimental that can be for our gifted learners because they, they have a tendency sometimes to immerse themselves so deeply in their own interests and in their own studies that they can burn out. They can decide like, I don't even like this anymore because I'm working so hard on it. We see that often with passion projects, like they become so obsessed with it or they work on it so often that all of a sudden there's this one day where they're like, you know what? I don't even know why I'm doing this anymore other than you told me to do it. And so I'm just trying to do it to check that box. And that is definitely not what we want with a passion project. But the Pomodoro technique really gives them um, that opportunity to take those short breaks that can prevent mental fatigue. So before they get to that place of if I have to look at this any longer, I'm going to lose my mind. There's a break and that mental break to do something different 
other than that task can be something that gives them an opportunity to prevent that burnout that they so often experience. Sometimes burnout is bigger than this. There may, there almost always will need to be other things put in place. But do I think the Pomodoro technique is a great start and can help our learners learn how to avoid burnout? Absolutely. So thinking about these brief rest periods in between the learning or in between the work, it gives them kind of that ability to sustain their productivity levels without getting like worked up, exhausted, all of those things. And so prevention of burnout is another benefit uh, specifically of Pomodoro technique. And when I think about utilizing it within the genius hour process of like, hey, you guys, we're gonna work on our projects for 25 minutes and then we're gonna take a break. Then we're gonna work for 25 minutes and then we're gonna take a break. That makes so much sense to me because then they don't burn out and they don't become exhausted from the work that they did if they worked on it for an hour, two hours every single day. Okay, so the last benefit that I want to talk about is goal setting and achievement. You know, oftentimes for our gifted learners, they set these really big goals. Unfortunately, sometimes they assume that where they are right now should give them the opportunity or should be enough for them to meet that goal. And as I was talking to the gifted learners I was with a couple of weeks ago, we kind of had the conversation of if you could already do that, you would have already met the goal. It's really important that we help our gifted learners understand that when they're thinking about setting a goal, Things have to happen from here to here in order for that to be a reality. And if you want to go back and listen to episode 82, I talked about a specific strategy that you can utilize to help your learners understand the things that need to happen in order to reach a goal instead of just setting goals and referring back to them, which I just don't think gives them all of the tools that they need. So again, episode 82, you guys go check that out. But let's talk about goal setting and how the Pomodoro technique can give them an opportunity to see goal setting through a different lens. So one of the things that I love about this is that it gives them, so I said that gifted learners oftentimes want to set these big goals and the Pomodoro technique puts them in a situation where they can set really small, achievable goals. So in the next 25 minutes, this is what I hope to accomplish. In the next 25 minutes, this is what I hope to accomplish before my next break. And it just puts them in a different frame of mind when it comes to goal setting, because I don't know that our gifted learners and even our high achievers and advanced learners, they don't always think about goals as being like this small measure of progress. Instead, they think about this big thing that they need to achieve. And if we can kind of shift their mindset a little bit and let them see that completing a series of Pomodoros really gives them that ability to measure progress. I think they might become a little more intrinsically motivated to stay on task and accomplish any of those academic goals that they've set for themselves. So if they can kind of see the big picture of this is my big goal, but I want to create all of these small goals that are going to get me there. And I can achieve those through the Pomodoros that I'm working on using the specific technique. Just think about how that would change their mindset when it comes to goal setting and the achievement that they expect for themselves. So setting those smaller goals in that smaller amount of time can be really beneficial as well. All right, let's go back and talk about these one more time. We talked about the Pomodoro technique uh, really being beneficial for gifted learners because it provides an opportunity for them to have increased focus. We talked about time management skills, 
prevention of burnout, which is so important. And we also talked about goal setting and achieve achievement. So thinking through some of those ideas, I would just encourage you to consider like, which one would I really like to see my learners? Like if you had to pick one of those, which one do you think would be most beneficial for your learners? Or maybe you're thinking about one learner in particular that you're like, man, this Pomodoro technique might be the thing that would help them change their mindset or that would save them from that burnout that they're in right now. So I would just ask you to consider that and maybe look at some of the resources that I share in the show notes and consider how do I want to use the Pomodoro technique in my classroom? Are you, is it something you could use with Genius Hour? Are you implementing passion projects and you could use the Pomodoro technique during your Genius Hour time? Is it a strategy that you can teach your gifted learners to utilize at home when they're working on the work that they're doing at home or anything else that they can kind of utilize beyond the walls of the classroom? Is it something that you as a teacher need, right? Maybe you need to get better at your time management, or maybe you're almost burned out and the Pomodoro, maybe you're way past almost burned out. And the Pomodoro technique might be something that would be really beneficial for you as well. Or maybe just like I did with the kids in Colorado, maybe you use it with your kids so that they're able to kind of have that sustained focus while you're teaching, knowing that there is a short break coming up for them to be able to do the things that they want to do. So all things to consider. Um, look, I know this idea has been around. I'm definitely not introducing anything new, but I think like so many good ideas, they hang around for a little bit and then we forget about them. So I'm just saying, I forgot about the Pomodoro technique. I just wanted to kind of bring it back up and talk about how we could utilize it to benefit our gifted learners. So I hope this conversation has been fun for you. I so, as always, appreciate you listening and appreciate you spending a little bit of your time with me. Um, as always, I hope that it's helped you find a little meaning in your mess. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of A Meaningful Mess. I hope you found inspiration and valuable insights for engaging and empowering gifted learners. If you'd like to connect with me and explore more resources, please visit my website at andymcnair.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at a underscore meaningful underscore mess for regular updates, discussions, and a vibrant community of educators dedicated to making a difference. Your support means the world to me, and I appreciate you being a part of this journey. If you have any questions, feedback, or topics you'd like for me to explore in future episodes, don't hesitate to reach out. Remember, you have the power to create meaningful and impactful learning experiences for your gifted students. Keep up the fantastic work and thank you for joining me on A Meaningful Mess. Until next time, keep finding meaning in your mess. Happy teaching and learning. I'll talk to you soon.